We begin today on the HollywoodReporter.com. That's right. A website, Andy, where they report Marvel drops Jonathan Majors after assault harassment verdict. Uh, this is by Aaron Couch and Boris Kitt. What? I'm sorry. You're reading the most serious story. And I just see the gym going <laughs> fucking nuts. And then I hear Roger. <laughs> I hear Roger this <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is happening. You're fine, brother. Stay I'm, on this what shot. Show me. What did the gym look like before? I've never <laughs> seen it move that fast. <laughs> <laughs> it was just some kind of fucking just like, I just we are starting to wind down for the holidays. <laughs> Kevin is off. Roger is learning on the fly. The camera running. tilts down. You see Kevin hanging from the gym. <laughs> <laughs> oh I was like, God, "What is? What did I screw up? What did I no, say?" You are good. I'm so, I'm so sorry to interrupt you. That <laughs> just it was breaking news for us. By the time you read, it'll be a little bit older. Uh, Jonathan Majors is out at Marvel Studios in a stunning career blow for the once rising actor. On December 18th, a Manhattan jury found Majors guilty of reckless assault in the, thir in the third degree and guilty of harassment following a two-week trial that stemmed from a March incident between the actor and his ex-partner Grace Jabari. Before his March arrest, Majors was positioned as a key figure in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, with the Disney-owned studio building its entire current story arc around Majors' Kang the Conqueror. The time-traveling villain factored into this year's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. That was this no year. No way. Yeah, it was. So yeah. was Creed Three. Oh. That yeah. makes... I mean, that I believe, whereas Ant-Man feels like... A fucking lifetime ago, uh, as well as both seasons. <laughs> the ant, it's it's several ant lifetimes ago, uh, as well as uh, both there, seasons. Yeah. I'm not oh, getting it. I'm not. Oh, he got there. Oh, he oh got dear, Minnesota. Ants there, Scott. Oh dear. Uh, seasons of Loki, uh, and he was going to lead Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, slated for May 1st, 2026. The feature is still uh, in the script phase and has not begun filming. No director currently is attached. Marvel has two courses of action it could take now. It could recast the part, although it is not clear how many actors would be attracted to a role from which one actor was so publicly fired. The other course is to redevelop its plans and refocus on a brand new villain. While Marvel sources are mum, there is indication that the studio has already been doing just that. In November, Marvel hired Loki creator Michael Waldron uh, to work on a new draft of what was once called King Dynasty, but is now being referred to as Avengers 5, according to sources. The studio had months to plan for such an eventuality, and it's possible that Walden was part of that course correction. Gentlemen, of course, fuck Jonathan Majors, all right? You know, if you're going to be a fucking horrible person, fucking get the hell out. Fuck you. Uh, but for this show, I thought to start as this is happening and breaking. Uh, and, uh, Andy, if you were in charge of the MCU right now, mm. what do you do? It just it feels like they've been in a state of what the hell should we do for quite some time because I feel like they knew all this stuff is going to come back in a very bad way and he is going to be guilty of all of this. Um, gosh, I you know what I saw one photo of Denzel Washington as uh, as Kang, just a little Photoshop job. I was like, wow, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, can we just all can we like? I just need everybody to have like a mental asterisk that like we feel horrible for the victims and blah, like I feel like whenever we talk about these things, it feels like we're immediately glancing past like the awful stuff. Oh, I thought we addressed that at the top. I'm of sorry course, no, make that clear. Enough. No, no, no. Of course, of fuck course. him. I'm glad this happened. I'm glad there's justice. I don't think anything should be swept under the rug, and this should be made a point. Like a year in jail. You think he does a year in jail? I, I well, I don't know what the stipulation. The I don't even I think know, it's, I don't I think it's facing possible. a year in prison. Is what they said. February 9th was like the fucking go get him. Yeah, you shouldn't be beating up on people. Um, yeah, I, I have no idea. I, I do feel like whatever they were going for, 
already kind of felt like it was tripping over itself and maybe they were not on the best sort of roadmap, I don't know what the hell you pivot to. I mean, there, there have been some great instances of the multiverse show in promise and there's been a lot of other moments where I go, oh, all this feels so inconsequential and I don't know if I care if yeah. there's a million other versions. Like, it's hard... So that's what was so great about Loki for me was that I I still felt like I gave a shit about everything because sure it's within this larger multiversal story but it was also just like so insular within its within itself so it's so tough man that's I, don't know. My, I mean I'm jumping off of that like that's my thing with it right whereas I hope they don't recast because I just don't think it's been interesting so far I don't feel like they've nailed it and I'm not talking shit about Loki we enjoyed the Loki ride yada yada, yada. but again like whether it was Doctor Strange, Quantum Mania, or Loki, my hope in watching them, and I know we've had this conversation, of course, that we're judging something that's not a complete saga yet, so yet, da, 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 da. but none of it has felt cool. None of it has felt like it's locked into the other projects in a way where it was, oh, like, we went through and, you know, the, the fucking amount of times people talked about from the time Loki and Sylvie at the end of season one get to that place and it starts moving. It's the exact amount of time as it was in the WandaVision when this happened. It's like, oh, that could have been really f- that. And then that just doesn't seem to actually be connected and be doing the damn thing. We never got there. I think they should have given me more breadcrumbs than to make me care about that stuff. Because what it really fi- sounds like is just a bunch of nerds on the Internet nerding out about stuff that isn't going anywhere. Go somewhere. Do something already. Show do me that it's all life. the same. Place. Do something with your life. Greg I'd much guy, rather than bail on the guy poking like the. Let's, the let's see what happens with Deadpool. Deadpool sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun, right? And especially because every Deadpool movie's been a lot of fun. If you're going to do a bunch of multiverse stuff there and that somehow is going to do whatever and we're going to get the X Men drugging through that along with mm. side, of course, another movie that happened that I won't spoil and do things for, that's fine too. But just, just jump to Doctor Doom. Let's go have some fun. I, I think you stay the course and you just recast, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and, I, and, and I'm with you where I haven't been super enamored of everything they've been doing for the past year. Um, and I'm not entirely sold on, on the sort of the, the Kang storyline. But I also just never really, you know, I, I don't think you're losing too much by, by, by recasting the role, especially since it is Kang. And he can, you know, you can have different versions of this person. This was one of my out. favorite ones. It was a, it's a visual meme that I didn't get. I can't have for any. This is from forever ago. This is when I think the allegation started and people were talking about, what do you do? And like the, but it was the idea of like variants of Loki and it's, you know, Hiddleston, Sylvie, and Alligator, da da da. Yeah. The variants of Kang, and it's all Jonathan Majors, Jonathan Majors. with bigger hair or blue or whatever. Right. It's like, what the fuck? And so I, I don't, I don't think it's that big of a deal, right? I mean, we've recast people before because of sure. very different circumstances. We've dealt with this situation. I mean, this is just, st- you know, unfortunately, this is very, very unfortunate. But, but having to recast actors, this is not the first time I've ever had to do that. Right, and I think there's a lot of I I, I would dis- uh, disagree with that Variety article, or was it Hollywood Reporter? Sorry. Hollywood Reporter, uh, Hollywood Reporter, the Hollywood Reporter, the Hollywood Reporter. What's your, what do you think their name is? What do you mean, the reporter? Like the Hollywood? <laughs> yeah, it just seems like Boris Kidd. Oh, that's Van Dyne. Aaron that's Mikey. He's Jan- the Hollywood Reporter. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's your name? What's the the podcast? Kim Masters. Kim Masters. That's Kim Masters is the face mm. of that for me. That's cool. I like. I that. listen to her podcast every week. It's great. If you're listening to the business, definitely listen to it. You should. I'm What's right it called? Now. The business. What's it about? Uh, a deep dive into Hollywood. Oh, okay. She's, she, Kim Masters is one of the. She's one that like, has broken lots and lots and lots of stories for very very different things. <laughs> you could say laws. Laws. Oh yeah. <laughs> She's on the run. She's been. <laughs> she podcasts from international waters. <laughs> it's one of those things, Andy, where you think to yourself, "You're an investigative reporter. How soon until you break into that house?" To break the law. You know what I mean? Sounds cool. You see, you're like, no one's going to know. You break the law. <laughs> um, no, I, I just think that, like, A, I, I've never been a huge fan of Jonathan Majors from from just an acting standpoint. I really, I, I have not really dug 
his portrayal of Kang to begin with. Mm -hmm. And if you guys remember when we talked about Loki, I just thought there were parts of that that were arguably the worst thing I've seen. His his specific performance uh, was some of the worst stuff I've ever seen on TV before. So I'm not super heartbroken that he's they're moving on from him with this role. And I think I would disagree with the Hollywood Reporter. I think there's a lot of actors. Granted, you're stepping in in and amongst a very, very difficult controversy. But I think there's a ton of actors out there that should, can and should take this role that are more talented than Jonathan Majors that can really make it their own. Because I've never really felt, I've never really looked forward to his performance as a bad guy, like I did with Josh Brolin or some of the other characters that were in the MCU. And so I think this is this might be a blessing in disguise. You move, you keep the story going, and you just find another actor that can really kill it. And, you know, that's just how it goes. Timothy? I don't think much of this matters. We're three days away from the final DCEU movie ever. <laughs> how crazy is that? You know what I mean? Aquaman, Aquaman, we, 2, Aquaman 2. Aquaman, the Lost Kingdom. Three days away. I gotta find my brother. The end of the DCEU. <laughs> Finally. Find I gotta my, find where's my, my brother? brother. My brother. That's not the plot. <laughs> That's what he had to do. He has to go find his brother, right? He's like, my brother's oh, in jail. Master's I gotta go with his masters. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss Jason Momoa. You yeah. know? That guy, he was back. just on the rise, and then it's yep. like, oh, cut, cut short. There's some great interview with him or whatever about, like, Aquaman. Maybe Aquaman has a chance in the DCU, and he's like, I don't know, man. This would have to do really well. Doesn't look it's good. Not looking too good. <laughs> oh, man. God bless him. Man. God bless him. Lobo's well, I mean, look, look, for him in DC. Lobo would be that. fucking rad yeah. for him, dude. He's just to do that. He'd be so good at that. I, 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 I feel like I'm in a very different place than any of you and most people even listening to this when it comes to the MCU and all this shit where it's just like, we're here. This is where we are. And there's no getting around this. And I don't think there's a possibility that we could have been in a different universe where post endgame, like people are as into it. Like there was an yeah, event that people could wrap their heads around. Whereas this is comics. It's so funny because if you go back and listen to um, a KF podcast we did that was like, cool, now I like, in a post endgame world with the Disney Plus shows, what do we want to see? Literally everything we asked for are like things that we've gotten yeah. uh, to, to a certain extent. Some of which are things that like we were joking about and like we ended up getting all the Spider-Man in a movie. That yeah. is insane. We made we that all, happen. We talk. We, yeah, we Just like I made did. suits happen. Uh, but we, we pitched what if and what if happened, Don't you know, and it's kind of like uh, we asked for this and like we literally asked. So just give me a story of those random ass characters. What are they up to? We got real sick of that real, real, real fast, yep, right? Yep, yep, and I yep. think that when we look at like the well, like, it's got to be good. It's our fault. No, I understand that. It's got to be, you know, it's got to be really good. What's that, President Trump? <laughs> it's it's got to be good if you're gonna give me a lot of stories that I don't care about. No, <laughs> I know, just, but I, just I casually still that. No, I just want you to know that. <laughs> that's that's absolutely true. But I just feel like we just paint with such a broad brush of like what like, it doesn't have to be good. It has to be amazing. And I think that that's the problem is that so many of the projects have been good, have been as good as anything the MCU's ever given us, but we've seen it before. So it's less good because of that. Or it's like, we, it's done a little bit this way or that way, or like, we don't care about the characters and all this stuff. And it's like, I, I'm not saying that the stuff that's out now is better than the stuff that came before overall, but I also don't think it's that far off. And I do just think that there's been, we want direction. We know what direction can turn into when it comes to everything with phase three and all of that. But if you just go pound for pound, what we've gotten post end game versus what we got pre end game, I don't think there's actually that much of a um, quality difference or um, hype difference. Like it's just, there was a quantity difference. That's for sure. And, and that's, that a, huge feed, that it, right? that's a huge part of it, right? That's a huge part of it. Is there's just a, it's a, the market's very, very saturated right now with Marvel properties, and even they know that. You know, even even Bob Iger has talked about that of how how Chapek like wanted like tried to get all these things out, and it's like we get it, they get it, right? This is just the natural course of like you like something, let's give people more of it. 
You like that more? Let's give people more of it. And eventually people go, eh, that's too much. And that's kind of where we're at. The way I see it is like all those quotes mean nothing to me. All this means nothing. I feel like we're, we're at a, a reset point right now. Of well, I want to see what happens in the next couple of years with MCU. I think we're in a mess right now. This Jonathan, Jonathan Major stuff is just one of the 15 problems going on. The pandemic being another one. The shift to streaming with Disney Plus and like the demands and having to hit things how the pandemic affected all of that stuff, even as it came out, like WandaVision came out and we were fucking through. I, there's now revisionist history about even how we felt about the projects we liked going through all the stuff. And that's because they put out a bunch of like eh, stuff back to back to back to back. It kind of felt like a mess in a time when people didn't even want to go to theaters. Gray didn't watch some of the movies in theaters. He waited to watch them at home. That affects the, like after things were spoiled on TikTok, like so many factors at play here of just like, yeah, man, like, of course there's a malaise about this stuff. You add to that Sony's, like, freaking library of hitters <laughs> out there. I'm super excited for all the movies that are coming out Name of the Sony. Front. You got that. Craven, mm -hmm. the Magic Hunter. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. <laughs> He's a magician. <laughs> He's a magician. You got, you got Venom 19. Mm -hmm. Them three definitely yeah, come magician, out. Yep. At some point, Blade's Venom coming web, out, baby. but that's that's in the MCU, right? Who is what Blade? Is yeah, Blade Blade's will be MCU. MCU. That shit looks damn awesome. And who could forget? What looks awesome about Blade? Bl it's the fact that it got restarted from the beginning. Mm. Totally. Well, I just saw some concept art that was like oh, had a wow. lot of neon in it, and I was like, that's yeah, pretty cool. cool. Thanks, IGN. Cool. You guys Maybe that when Blade was uh, in a post-credit scene? Yeah. In an MCU? In that another happened. bad movie. In The Eternals. Another bad fucking movie. He was? Oh my God, he was. He, he Blade. You, 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 you hate more time when people want to shit on the MCU about like. You hate their eternal. Fuck yeah, that's a decent movie, nah, man. Sucks. No, no, one, no one's suck. talked about the fucking giant hand coming out of the ocean. That that's see, cool. I, I, my kids play on it. Do you now. understand how much horrible things are happening in this world? Well, <laughs> if I'm living it, right here in San Francisco and the fucking aliens keep coming out, of the least of my concerns is the giant frozen man halfway across the globe <laughs> out in an ocean. Let Disney buy that and turn it to some theme park ride. I don't give a shit, all right? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I really look at it <laughs> all where said, I'm just like... That was video game concept art, Nick. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking that's what you, you saw, yeah. What was it? Oh, the Blade Neon stuff was video game concept Oh, art. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so imagine yeah, Craven yeah. being like, all oh, these damn magicians, I gotta hunt them. <laughs> this is a fun game. This is a fun game. Clear your mind. Oscar says, name one Eternal. Um... Fail. Fuck. I mean, I can't name anything anyway. Like, <laughs> name one Ant Man. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know any characters' names anyway. That is not a true thing. Pingo, right? He would, uh, would, uh, would uh, go with him. Gilgamesh. Uh, um, John Luke Paul. You nailed it. Ringo. Ringo. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, I know I'm a broken record young. when it comes to some of this stuff, but yeah. the stories just need to be about characters that we yeah. care about, yeah, and yeah. I feel like that is just something that like. People are like, oh, we cared about Icarus. Captain America. We cared about uh, Iron Man. It's like, yeah, we did in certain instances at certain times over time that they built to. And that's all true. I care about Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch. I care like I can so I. I care about Tom Holland. I care about there's certain characters that I do care about and I want to see more of. How the fuck we did just, we had a new Spider-Man movie announced? I mean, because of Pandemic. all these these complications. Outrageous. Uh, <laughs> yeah. but then then there's new characters. Shang-Chi, love it. I want more of him. Where's he He's been at? at? The game and it's he like, but that's, that's how this works. Doctor Strange uh, came out and it was 2017, 2016, I think. And then we didn't get a sequel to that movie for 
eight years, and he sh showed up in Infinity War and Endgame, yeah, but yeah. like in terms of Doctor Strange's characters, that's just the problem inherently with the cinematic universe is, is that they have to keep happening as much as possible and fast to like even have breadcrumbs to add up to something because gone are the days of uh, it takes 10 years before we're really getting kicking in this thing. It's like, no, we're here. There's expectations. And when you don't hear about a character, when you don't hear about a hand for four months, people are like, when the fuck are they going to talk about the hand? It's been four months. Even right now, even like jokes aside, it's been a little over a year, like two years, Since the maybe. Yeah, um, like that's not that crazy when you think back to when they introduced uh, Infinity Stones, and it's like, when's the next stone going to come up? And it didn't come up for four you should fucking never years. Never hear about the fucking hand again. It's, it's not like we're going to. Guess what? Your mom fucking disappeared for five years. <laughs> you know what I mean? She came back out of the fucking dirt. You know what I mean? What? I don't give a shit about the hand. What about? I was going to call him Harry Connick Jr. Harry Styles. <laughs> What about Harry Styles never see him. in Eternals? Never he shaved his head. Maybe you see that, see, Nick? Maybe he gave up. Again. Did he? Harry Styles gave Why up. Is he he was, he's been going bald. He's been having a receding hairline. There's a lot of rumors yeah. he was already bald and just My wearing a wig. Dude. But he finally was full out at a concert with his shaved head. He's one of us. Now. He came home. Anyways, you'll never see him again. Maybe you'll Harry see him Styles. in Secret Wars. What are they going to call him now? They can't call him Harry anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Styles. That's pretty good. That's, That's bad, really bro. good, bro. Really good. <laughs> We used to have video game concept art. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is like Tim's like Tim's like it's everything's been spoiled on TikTok and Instagram. I was like, not for me. <laughs> What's going on ever? Oh, he still looks good though. Jesus Christ. Yeah, what they need to do man. is just like take a step back and reset and like have a plan going forward. Cause like this is they fucked up Star Wars. We are now in the the this last week because it's December. We're getting all the anniversaries. It was the last Jedi anniversary. And we had to deal with that Twitter. Then it was Rise of uh, Skywalker Robo. anniversary. We had to deal with that Twitter. Now it's Force Awakens Twitter. A much better time for me to to remember and uh, be fond of, and to be so sad about what that all turned into. And I will never forget building into Force Awakens. Every single piece of marketing was pitch perfect. The vibe was immaculate. They were saving Star Wars. It was freaking back, and everything they did was exactly how you do it. You put out the trailer, made us cry. You put out the behind-the-scenes shit, showing off the, all the practical, all the, all the, oh, the costuming and all Simon the things. They got Simon Pegg, he's really in that ball. Like, all of that. <laughs> that wasn't him. He's, 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 he's the big guy. He's, <laughs> Bill Hader was BB-8. No. <laughs> Bill Hader did some BB-8. No. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. He's, he's uncredited as BB-8. He did a couple wasn't of voices. Ben Schwartz? No, it was, no, Ben Schwartz is Sonic. <laughs> yeah. But, no, but Bill Hader did like some BB-8. I like, he might have done it with him. I think it was mm. two people. He, he did like so, all the initial beeps and they like took it and, you know, ran with Cameron it. Cameron Kennedy, Bill Hader, and Ben Schwartz both. I don't know there if there's... Go. And then Josh Gad was Muncher, right? Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I had to get him in. I had to get Stop with that. I saw the window. You see this? You see this photo they put out? Paul Rudd and Bill Murray in front of the frozen containment unit. Oh, we got a why motion could, why picture. Why couldn't that just be it? Why couldn't it just be Paul Rudd and Bill Murray hanging out with his Ghostbusters? Two hours. I was just his Ghostbusters. Why can you just like? I just cannot. Thing. I just go back and every once in a while think that it was six years ago, seven years ago. There it is. Look at him. A, Look at a containment unit. They didn't have the those dope red jackets yet, you know. When the Force Awakens trailer dropped, yeah, and I was, it was, I was back in the RGV. We don't play no games, and I'd stayed up. I was very sleepy, like three hours of sleep. That trailer dropped, and I had enough adrenaline to carry me probably for like a week. <laughs> like I was just so awake. It was the best way to Force ever. 
The Force was awoke. God damn, it was so good, man. It and it, so but good. it wasn't just that. Like that. That's my point, is that it wasn't just the trailer. It was a year of... Like they announced that the movies are happening. It's a big JJ deal. Abrams, they put out that black and white photo of them. And then, and all, honestly, the cast the photo, ta- the of table them, them at the table, and then we you get know, the the trailer. We get the poster, the and it, now it's a fucking meme because it's like every single poster looks exactly like it. But guess what kind of started it? Force Awakens of just like all the different faces going up with the colors and shit, and like it's in the style kind of of the prequel posters. But like, it was very much the modern take that, like you look at the Avengers 2012 poster, it looks dated as all fucking hell. Right, that was one with the bad. That was one with the bad Photoshop on. They're, they're uh, just in Robert like Downey Jr. New York, and it's the, just like the first trailers for the Avengers were hilariously like bad. Like, totally, oh, yeah, different Cam- ass time. Cameron French in the chat in the live chat said that that Kylo Ren lightsaber lighting. Remember, it was like, oh, and you were God. like, what the fuck is that? Teaser trailer, Mind trailer blow. two. Yeah, this perfect. is terrible. Yeah, exactly. This is God perfect, awful. perfect, perfect. Poster perfect. Comic Con, they do the concert, the and John Williams was there, and like. Literally everything's great. The movie comes out. Everyone's so stoked. And it's like, all right, cool. Then we're moving on to the next. And, th- and then the plan fell apart. And they had no plan. They didn't have a plan. They, they didn't have no plan. So no plan. this guy's going to write this one. And then Ryan Johnson, we're giving him eight. And like, I'm not even going to fucking get into the quality of do you like it, do you not like it. No matter what you think, that there was no fail. plan. And the trilogy was set up to fail. And I feel like that is the most I would have, I would have lost my life. I would have bet my life. That it would have been good after the lead into to Force Awakens because of how good and how pitch perfect it was all. And I feel like in a post Endgame world, it was kind of like, oh, Marvel could do no wrong. And then all of a sudden, it just feels like all they're doing is wrong. I, Why? All they're doing is mid. planning. I really want to hear the inner monologue of Kathleen Kennedy. Do you think money, how much? Money, of course. But there's got to be a lot of regret. There's got to be a lot of like, fuck, man. We thought it was just, we were just going to stroll in and like, of course these movies are going to be good. Why wouldn't they be, you know? And like, it just seems like such a massive failure to have had everything it's, in your hands. It's tough too, because you can't blame anything on it, right? You have, I mean, Very yes, weird. you can blame the fact that <laughs> they rushed the production Very of it a weird. little bit. You can blame the fact that they bought the property and, and they bought it for a lot of money and that they needed to, you know, yeah, they had the shareholders and all that stuff. But it's not like like a lot like Tim's talking about like a lot of the pandemic really fucked a lot of stuff up. But this is pre-pandemic. This is like you needed to have a plan for this and it needed to be rocking. But then Tim, to turn it back to you, is this the lack of focus just indicative of like what what would you do if you were like the head of Disney? Would you be like let's just cut some of the shows yeah, out and let's refocus this? Question. You know what I mean? What's that? That's a simple question. What about Gozer? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a simple question. Are you sticking with Kang and recasting? Or are you moving on? Tim gets on a 15-minute soapbox. You know what I mean? Trying to yell about Have you done a podcast before? Doesn't mention fucking Ghostbusters. After like three months away, people. I'll tell you what. fucking hate it. Really? Yeah. Greg, I'm sitting in the theater by myself because of Joey watching Willy Wonka. Oh, my God. Have we? Did that come up on the? Did you tell? Did you Never know? came up once. Not not. We didn't talk about that for the first forty minutes Ladies of the Willy Wonka interview. You, you think Wonka I interview. do bad pranks? You should talk to Joey. What she did she to got Nick. Me. She got me. You know me. what I mean? <laughs> and it's again. She fucking hashtag rocked this poor guy's world. Hashtag did Joey know? She knew. She Anyways, knew I was going to the wrong theater. I don't Sorry. even. Oh. The, <laughs> We're still talking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's about Joey's being extra blamed. <laughs> I see Joey, Joey coming in. <laughs> it's her fault. <laughs> Tim, let me set you up a, a, a very similar situation. You see me reach for a glass of bleach, and I say, mm, I'm excited oh, to milk. drink water. The Joey's so cheesy. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> I thought it was fucking it's American cheese. <laughs> you, see, 
you say, man, mm -mm, I can't go. I'm excited for a good old glass of water. And I pick up a glass of bleach. Do you stop me or do you sit there and watch it play out? I'm a good friend, Greg. I stop you. I'm your best friend. That's why. Joey Noel saw Nick leave at 3.30 for 6.30. It <laughs> <laughs> Nick said, oh, it's Ike. I'll see you there. I was like, all and right, Joey's Joe. Joey's like, I, you know what? I'll let it happen. Greg, so you went to the wrong theater, Nick? Fucking Joey. <laughs> <laughs> zero. Just zero reason to blame Joey. You would like to serve each other. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Roger, I know. I know. I know. So I'm sitting in this theater and the, and the preview Thanks for... But, well, no, I was with a lot of other people. They just didn't know me. And uh, Afterlife, the trailer comes on, and would you believe that every single teenage person in that in that theater looks zero the pops for it whatsoever? <laughs> well, I just remember too, it's actually Frozen Empire. Afterlife was the first one. Whatever. After Frozen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't like the subtitles on. That. I, I, real quick, I, I, I I'm not saying people are popping off or anything. I personally think that the After Frozen Life, God damn it, Frozen, Frozen Empire. Empire, Frozen Empire Frozen trailer Empire plays a lot better in theaters than it does <laughs> on TV. I'm not saying I, something because it killed on TV here. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I heard a fucking reaction like that in quite some time. I just I remember, I why, like, I think somebody it. posted on Twitter, like, man, weren't these supposed to be like comedies? <laughs> like, weren't these Ghostbusters movies like super funny? It is, it is, that, it is, is off putting for me. Just sorry, to, as a non sequitur, just to talk no, about no, that for please. a second. Get in this lane. You want to <laughs> like, do some Ghostbusters time? Let's go. Let's do some Ghostbusters time. I, the, the, the first, you're, you're talking about sort of like, doing nostalgia right the first time right hearkening back to like the force awakens obviously on a much smaller scale for people but afterlife seeing that hearing it looking at that how that trailer came together seeing it's a much smaller film in a small town i'm like that all makes a lot of sense they're doing this right and it turned out pretty okay i think we all liked it yeah it was good not the best ghostbusters ever made but certainly not some of the worst and then seeing this you're like uh oh it makes it does it makes me worried that i'm like we're, we're, we're too big too fast we're losing the narrative. We're losing the small group dynamic. We're losing all these things that makes Ghostbusters Ghostbusters. Um, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic, obviously, because I love Ghostbusters and I like the cast. But watching this big summer tentpole blockbuster movie, I'm like, I don't think this is what Ghostbusters should be. We'll find out soon enough. Who do you cast? Who are you going to call? Oh, when I cast people? Who are I you mean, going to cast? I think they have a lot of great elements in it. I just... When you're watching a trailer and you've got like 15 different actors in it and you don't like... You oh, don't no, see... I was talking about King. <laughs> oh, okay, sorry. Back to um, Greg's question. I, I don't Pumping know. You out, Anyone. We were talking about Ghostbusters. Literally. Stayed here, you know? <laughs> I got my HasLab trap and PKE coming. It asked me, I don't know why they take so long to make them. <laughs> you know what? I got to wait till early next uh, 2025. Come on, man. <laughs> it's a long time. I mean, I think the list of actors is very deep. You've got a lot of great actors that can step into this role. This can't give me anything. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Matter, you know? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think that, you know, all, all the pol politics and that shit aside, like, when it comes to just the storytelling of Kang as a character and how it translates to the MCU, when you look at things like Civil War or Infinity War and how they translated those from the comics to the movies, it's very different, similar, but, like, there's the MCU vibe of it all. And to see what they were building with Kang... I just feel like they made a couple extremely left turns that I didn't see coming and don't think are in service of the MCUification of the Kang storylines that we've had. Whereas I look at Civil War and Infinity War and I'm like, oh, this all makes sense. This is these were the right calls. Like we didn't need Silver Surfer in Infinity War. Even though when you were going into like the movie years ago, if you were like, they're making an Infinity War movie without Silver Surfer, you'd be like, that's impossible. Yeah. Without yeah. Adam Warlock, what are you talking about? Like no, but then uh, we watch it. I'm like, oh yeah, this totally makes sense. I thought you. Bear, people are sending the streams down. By the way, 
kind of thing. He, he does that. Hold on. <laughs> you say we didn't need Silver Surfer in Infinity War. I was like, was he in there? Where was he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about like the, the comics to movies. All right, well, it's good having you, Nick. You're talking about the comics to movies so translation much. or whatever. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. mean, like, like, like what the story is that right. they're adapting, right? And I feel like they're adapting the Kang storyline with this stuff. And some of the choices they've made have been incredibly inspired. Like Loki season one ending with, a, with he who remains, who is not Kang in the comics, that is a separate character. Combining them, that is a good MCU choice. That makes sense. That is what we want to see. Make comics make more sense to more people and make it entertaining and make it uh, something that you can actually produce films out of. And to the point that I think is very important for people to understand, these movies and shows have to come out at a fast clip because we all now expect them to. And that's how we expect to get these things. And if we get one Marvel, one MCU movie, a, like one MCU movie every three years or something, the story's never going anywhere. And if it does, it's going to be like X-Men. Where it's going to be like Justice League. And it's just going to get it's like super just mixed up. Plots will just be completely dropped, and it's just not, never going to actually get anywhere. We're already seeing that, kind of. And so much of that, I think, still goes back to pandemic and casting problems and just issue streaming strike, wars going right? on. Yeah. Strikes. Like, this is just bad. Like, it's all bad. And, like, I'm not defending the products. I'm just, like explaining like why we're here but then you look at things like ant-man quantum mania and it's like i don't think that that movie itself is the worst thing ever i think a lot of the choices well, in Eternals. that <laughs> a lot of choices in that movie were very very bad specifically when it came to kang and it's like damn like you're already kind of fumbling this when you look at the phases like we all like to look back and i, I hate belaboring this point but it's like Infinity War didn't happen until Infinity War happened. Like, Phase 3 had a couple wins that really built nicely, but before then, it wasn't. And even Phase 3 is out of order and fucking weird when you look at the placing of Black Panther and Captain Marvel and all this shit. It's like little rose-tinted glasses that it was all fucking amazing. Uh, but looking at this, it's like they made a couple choices where I don't even know where Phase 4 ends and where Phase 5 begins. And now I say that I actually do. But I don't understand why. It doesn't make any sense. You look at the other phases, and sometimes it's a little weird. Phase one ending makes sense. Phase two, where it ends and phase three starts, doesn't make any sense at all. It's, it almost seems random. It just seems kind of like where projects were announced. And that's where we're at with phase four and five. They're like, all right, we had some problems. We got to get people back. It just seems messy and overbranding, and there's just not an understanding of like what they're actually doing. And the problem is, the audience like clearly demands them to build, build, build. If you're not building to something, it's not even fucking worth watching. When at the end of the day, that was never the point, and that can't be the point. It just be, needs to be make stories about characters that people are invested in and want to see talk to each other. And we just haven't seen that really get to happen. And I think the biggest issue with the MCU right now is that we haven't seen Shang-Chi and the Falcon talk to each other on camera because that's the promise of all the stuff. That's what we're used to at this point. And instead we just get this Kang that in some ways is cool. In some ways is not cool, but feels inconsistent at, at best. Right. And now there's all this shit. And so it's like, what do they do with the Kang? I don't know. Do you recast? Honestly, I don't give a shit. Like it means literally nothing. I'm against Nick where I actually think Jonathan Majors is like a great actor. Me too. That's why I think it's like, so, what a waste of talent. Like it, I, I, it sucks. I, I think the only thing that I didn't love was maybe Victor timely, but I, I anytime he was on screen, I'm like, I mean, I feel like that's why I think we ranked, um, <clears throat> Kang so highly on like Quantumania Ragu Bagu list because I thought that anytime he was on the scene there was just like just commanded attention. He was menacing, he had great line delivery. 
And that's, yeah, that's ultimately why I'm just like, man, what a fucking waste of talent on that dude. I'll, you know? I'll, I'll agree it was good in Quantumania. I liked his performance there, but I just, I haven't particularly cared for him in, in the other roles. I just don't think he's, I think he's a little over actory. And I think he just, he just plays them just not the way I would want that character because it's not, I don't know. I think, I think there are other actors that can bring more to the role. I, I think you just recast it and you move on. And I don't think it's that hard, specifically given the fact that the character can literally be anything. Like this yeah. is an awesome opportunity to just bring, if you don't want to draw parallels, just bring someone completely different in and, and call it a day. And let's, let's just get to X-Men for Christ's sake. Yeah. But this, ugh, like that drives me nuts, man. We had 20 years of bad X-Men movies to the point that like, we like when dark Phoenix came out, we were like, Remember the train sequence? Upset, man. Like, the really upset. Yeah. Well, I, I'll tell you why. <laughs> I'll tell you why Nick feels this way, why I feel this way, and I feel like a lot of people feel this way, is because I still trust that, like, I, I would still bet my money that Feige and team would deliver a better X-Men than the last five or six X-Men movie, or however many, you know. I mean, depending on how you want to say that, like, are, do you really think that, given what we've seen in the last five years, for MCU, four years, whatever you want, post game, right? Which again, I'm a stark defender of overall as not being that bad. Can I jump in yeah. with my answer to the question? If you have more layout for your argument. Well, yeah, yeah, just compared to the, like you're talking about the, the last couple of years of X-Men movies, like for we like first class, uh, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, uh, Dark Phoenix, uh, Logan, Deadpool, Deadpool 2, like it is. Oh, I guess Deadpool 2, I don't really, that you're right. I forgot about that. Those were kind of included. It's mixed, you know. Like there was just a mixed bag, but it's just like when you look at the. I mean, we did the forget everything you know that started mm -hmm. with X Men, right? Yeah, I I think that MCU's ceiling is way higher, and their bottom and the floor is higher than what X Men what X Men movies can be at, like that we've seen. So to jump in, that I'm way excited and confident and yada 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 in X Men coming to MCU, and it goes to your point that I'm also on your side of, of the, for the most, I mean, I didn't like Eternals, but even Eternals, right? Like, these aren't horrible movies. I just don't think they're great, right? And I've seen worse MCU flicks, and it's not from this phase even, right? It's the idea that I think what the MCU currently is missing is its stars. And I know that sounds weird, but I mean the fact that we talk about Iron Man, and you talk about Captain America, and you talk, like, these are the tentpoles. These are the structures that are holding up the Avengers. These are the names you know and recognize. And again, like, even leaving uh, the Marvels, I'm still like, Captain Marvel is such a generic character. Like, they've this backstory they're trying to give her seems interesting, but they just don't let her delve into it, so clearly it's never going to happen. So are we ever going to go somewhere with that where it actually matters, blah, blah, blah. Whereas you introduce the X-Men to it, I think you're back to what you're talking about, which it is exciting to see Shang-Chi and Falcon talk to each other, you know, see Sam Wilson, Captain America, talk to him. I'm excited for that to eventually happen. I'm fucking pumped for whoever the shit Wolverine's going to be and whoever Cyclops is going to be to be interfacing with yeah. Ant-Man and everybody else that we do know and love from the MCU, but I just don't think are the star players of these teams. Yeah, I don't really see... I mean, I, I love Shang-Chi and I love uh, Simu Lima. I, I just don't see him necessarily being like triple a at this point because they haven't built him up to do that to your point like we haven't really seen him since right when did he pop up yeah, that was once just right. once so a lot of the uh, right now it looks like we're which it, was it, it feels like to be clear three years ago like not that long it's pretty long but i mean not when we, you're talking about star power and it's like tony stark was 2008 we did not give a shit about captain america until 2012 in the avengers we haven't had that moment yet well and the, but that's the other thing too is like it, it's so hard to put 
your finger on why we like why those was it the characters was it the actors was it the situation why are they so beloved and what why is that missing because it does feel lacking to me right now like i recognize that there's good actors playing good roles and characters that are that are fairly interesting in the mc right now but i just find myself not caring and a lot of that obviously is because there's just so much of it and we talked about there's too many i think there's too many shows personally i think if i were running the, the ship i'd be like let's cut back on the shows completely and really just focus on the movies and make them special oh again. you will see what you're saying after you watch echo Say the same thing. I, <laughs> I bet you all the money in my pocket. I, yeah, I bet you'll be even ne- more negative on the show. Oh, fair <laughs> enough. I mean, I know. I mean, again, to be fair, I'm going to give back a fair shake, and I liked the trailer. I thought it looked good, but I don't need that in my life. What I need is to care about a group of people making believe in a situation, standing all together on a set and having good chemistry with each other. And we haven't really seen that in a long time. And that's why I say I'm excited for the X Men because it is. It almost feels like a make or break moment. If like they don't, if they don't do that, yeah. Right, if they fuck that up and they fuck up Fantastic like, Four, you're, then you're, you're fucked. I mean, I, personally, I don't care about Fantastic Four. I've never cared about. But Fantastic I think you could Four. care about. Fantastic. I could. I think just like I really could care about cast. Captain America. Like I never give a fuck. You're right. I never gave a fuck about Captain America up until never. I thought Captain America was like B tier because remember I grew up watching cartoons. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying MCU. You never cared about Captain America. No, until I cared about Captain America. And see, I that's never my gave thing. A fuck I, th- I think America. the movies could be done well. In to be fair, world. I never gave a fuck about Iron Man until Iron Man yeah, One, yeah, yeah. and then I was like, oh, they did it right, and that's largely on the strengths of Robert Downey Jr. That, I think that's what's happening in the post Endgame world right now is that everybody has those feelings about not everybody, a lot of people have those feelings about Iron Man and Captain America and the Avengers, right? And I think now you're on the other side where people are like, I don't give a fuck about Captain Marvel. And I feel like I've seen a lot of Captain Marvel. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem, right? That's a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That is Whereas a problem. I you come right? in with a little bit of star power or, oh, I've seen the Fantastic I don't even think Four. it's star power because let's not forget, Robert Downey Jr. wasn't a big star no, when no, he no, did no, Iron no, Man. No. And I don't mean star power in terms of the actor. I mean star power in terms of the character. Uh, I've like never it. heard of Captain Marvel. I've heard of the Fantastic Four. I just thought they were kind of lame. Oh, they had some shitty movies, whatever. That's fair. I mean, it's done well and fucking sure. Clobber and timing it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 that, and that's, you know, that's kind of my driving point with, with Jonathan Majors. It's like, I just, I never really liked him in the role. I never really found it interesting. I think yeah. they have a moment here where they could bring in the Don Cheadle for the Terrence Howard. And this yeah, is, again, yeah, yeah. no disrespect to Terrence Howard. Now the whole situation was like, whatever it was, but like he was fine as Rhodey. And then Don Cheadle came in and you're like, all right, well, that's okay. That's almost an upgrade in my opinion. Cause yeah. I love Don Cheadle. So I think you've got that opportunity here, but yeah, I, I just like, for me, my touchstone for, I'm, for Marvel has always been X-Men and he, and I, and I, it, I'm one of those guys that's like, I want the, I want the good X-Men movie because all those ones you just listed to me still are not good X-Men movies. Does that make sense? Like days of future past is great. It's a fun movie, but I feel like we can make a better X-Men movie. If that makes sense. Yeah. I don't know that we're going to, I mean, that's my biggest fear is like, so how, how are the X-Men being introduced to the MCU? Slowly over time of hearing the theme song a bunch of times, which I love, but I'm here for this. I'm here for what we're building because I understand what is possible in a phase five plus world of the MCU and of movies. Because we need to keep in mind, not only are we watching these MCU movies, we're also watching the Sony movies and the DC movies, the various DC Raven, movies. The magic, magic and magic. all of the things, there's just so many superhero things that Too it's much. like the entire novelty is gone. We are burnt out on multiverse stuff. That should never be the case. Multiverse is the coolest, most anything can happen, and all the things that we want to happen can just happen. And they're happening, and we're like, I don't care, because they blew their load with No Way Home. That's, but that's not awesome. even Marvel's fault. That's everyone who's doing a any sort of uh, superhero that's my point. property. Everything's fucking multiverse. That's now. my point. So what do you do? I blame They've done it all. It's power creep. We've seen this in the comics. We see it in games. We see it in everything. Like we're just at a point now where everyone is so damn. That's why powerful. I'm saying we just we just gotta like. 
we got to back it off. You know, it, at a certain point, it's just too saturated. We've got to just back it all off. But so the first time that we're really going to see X-Men, the first time we're going to see Wolverine, it's Hugh Jackman's Logan <laughs> in the MCU. And guess what? I'm stoked out of my goddamn mind. I, I can't wait. Deadpool 3 is going to be freaking awesome. But how is Deadpool 3 to answer to the majority of people's complaints about this? It is just simply not. It's but actually it, the... It's similar It's on. similar to how everyone was like, hey, the Flash movie could reset all the DCEU. And you're like, no, we don't want to do that, right? We, we want to just start have, over. But, it could have, well, but that's, well, So stick with me here real quick, because there's two things I want to jump onto. Number one, turning back to your point of how are they doing it? Slowly over time with the music, right? And people pop for the music, because the music means so much, and that X-Men means so much. And I think even doing that... I think is doing everything happening in Marvel or it's doing the introduction of the X-Men better than it's doing than what we've gotten with the introduction of the multiverse slash Kang, where I feel like we're always talking about build, build, build. What are you building to? Da, 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 da. I think the fact that with Kang and then the multiverse and they give you these little things and you're still like, I don't understand what the fuck you're actually going to. Whereas X-Men, I know we're going to get to X-Men and even Deadpool. Yeah. We're getting Logan as the introduction or whatever. Right. But it's this idea that, Raj, I'm going to need help probably getting it closer if you want it closer. I don't know how to get it there. Um, the table it's the closer. idea that like building it and having low or having Ryan Reynolds in Deadpool, right? And having then the introduction that, hey, Hugh Jackman is in fact going to be Wolverine. He's not the MC. And we don't know, obviously. My interpretation from what we've seen and what it's going to be, right, is that he's not the MCU Wolverine. He's the bridge between, hey, Deadpool's getting introduced into the MCU, so he's do he's going to have a whole bunch of funny jokes about Fox shit and all this crap and da-da-da-da that'll then make the wall between them either explode and fall down or explain to the audience that that was that old world, but Deadpool's crossing over for some reason. And like, I feel like Deadpool is just going to be the one that's making fun of everything that we've done so far and where we are, but also establishing like, cool, that they're all over there in some way. And what that means for what we saw in the Marvels and Beast and all that jazz, I can't answer. But I think that's my interpretation of what we're going to get out of that. That then does lead to us having the, here is your new, here is the new Wolverine. I don't think he's in that movie, but the announcement of in a few years. Daniel Radcliffe is fucking Wolverine. Whatever. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. My my issue with that is the conversation we're having now reminds me a lot of the conversations we had before about like, oh, we're, look where we're going to get. And we're there in the multiverse. And this is what it is. And like, I think that we'll be there again. And it's going to be even worse because we look at Spider-Man stories. And Spider-Man, we haven't had the Green Goblin in the MCU besides it being No Way Home, which is a very specific nostalgia play, right? Yeah, yeah. But are we ever going to? I don't know that it makes sense because we've seen it now in multiple reboots of these movies and it, the what i mean the same thing that homecoming comes out right x-men needs to do the homecoming version of x-men but i feel like we've gotten so many more x-men even than spider-man yeah. over time whether it's shows mm -hmm. or uh the movies or all of this stuff with the through line of hugh jackman that they're now even adding more to that legacy by the time we get a, a good x-men story are we gonna even think it's good because we will have seen a version of it so many times how different is it even going to have to be for it to even feel novel how hot is aunt may going to have to be you know like what? I mean, let's be honest she couldn't be hotter <laughs> yeah like right it's now. but like real talk it's like that that's the type of thing is i feel like by the time we actually get x-men for it to be good it needs to be so dramatically different from what x-men even is that like it's not x-men and i'm okay with that like give me a new x-men give me a i think it's the coolest thing in the world that when you go to a toy store right now and you buy marvel action figures they're not iron man and stuff it's a six pack of miles morales and gwen and miss marvel and black panther like 
this is in the same way we grew up with X Men mm. cartoon and Spider Man cartoon. These kids are going to grow up with Miss Marvel and all them being the heroes, right? Yeah. Like I think that that is what's that the the X Men of that look like? I think it's going to be dramatically different than what we expect. And cool, that's great. That sounds awesome. That's how that sounds great. Your pitch is is that works for me, right? I mean, again. I, I don't need I to see X-23. Hugh Jackman as Wolverine ever again. I don't need that. I love Hugh Jackman. I liked when he quit. I'm sad that he came back, but make it something different. Who cares? Yeah, I don't. Just put I, people I, that are fun to watch in a group together and put them in an interesting situation. If you would have told me that I would have, at the end of the day, enjoyed a Wonka prequel, <laughs> I would have said oh, no I'm shot. You know, straight but up said I was. They still found enjoy it. a way to make things enjoyable. I, I still believe in their creativity and and casting and choices that they can make something worthwhile like i don't i do agree with you all that if they fuck up x-men it's like that's tough it's gonna be tough that's gonna be a rough you can thing fuck up fantastic four again been there done that vanessa kirby though you can't fuck it up you got her in there you can't do fair. it that's fair <laughs> you can't fuck up fantastic four i mean like they're fucked man like it's uh, so you're saying you, I, if you, I, honestly, if you fu- I don't if you think the mcu is ever gonna have the goodwill again and like I also don't think that it can. I just think it's gotten too big and people are too simple-minded to have patience and just let things play out and watch them. Like, that's the thing is, like, the people came on. The majority of people that watched Infinity War and Endgame came on for Infinity War. (laughs) They didn't watch from 2008. We all did. Yeah, but what's wrong with that? No, nothing's wrong. I'm right. just saying that like they like, came on for a big. Te- I mean, they came on for a big temple event. That was actually a good movie. A good to one two punch with mm-hmm. Infinity War and Endgame. Right? But then, then they're watching the next movies and they're like, "What's this building to? Where's the Thanos?" And it's just like there's a bunch of Thanoses. There's a bunch of different stories going on. We just haven't even had the moment to have an Avengers yet. <laughs> to have a, a moment for them to even kind of connect together. Like we just got the Marvels of having Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel on screen together and uh, Photon from, from WandaVision. It's like, that is one of the first team up movies we've gotten in the last couple years. You know, one of yeah. the only opportunities. And then there's the Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange stuff in uh, Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. And like, Again, all that goes to the symptomatic issues of the pandemic and how all the issues we already talked about went. But, like, we haven't even, like, they, we might have been through two phases already of whatever this is. We haven't made it through a proper phase of this shit yet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, lots to think about. And also, you look at our rankings of the MCU movies, and I know this. The problem with this is the longer we get into this, the more we look back and hate it, and the more we look back and think, "Oh, it's so a problem." When we look at our rankings of the MCU and we look at post Endgame stuff, I feel like the majority of them are in the top half. Something to think about. Well, yeah, because your new voting system doesn't make any goddamn sense. That's what I'm getting. You know what I mean? It doesn't have the majority. It should stop. Re- recircumcise. It recircumcise. <laughs> Two is more than one. That's a majority. We've been talking about it for a while. I don't know. Don't know We've been talking about this, Ranky. <laughs> yeah, In I hear world. you, Tim. I think it, but I think it does come down to quality, too, where it is the idea of, like, yeah, the Marvel's teamed up or whatever, and, like, that's cool, but then, it's, again, it's the same shitty, like, they cut the villain's backstory down, right? So then it's this thing, and then it's like, like, like so is if... What are we doing other than watching them punch things or whatever, right? My only point is that's we haven't we've seen so little team up yet. Yeah. Like that's I'm not saying it was great or good, even good. I enjoyed them. I thought the Marvels was really good. I just I and I hear you. So I, but I'm just trying and I'm not even making a full counterpoint or a full like uh, counter argument. It's just the idea that like I feel like when you go to these movies and you're underwhelmed, then the argument, well, what are they building to become is because this didn't stand on its own. And so if this movie can't stand on its own as something that's entertaining and awesome, then I, then I think people are trying to give it the 
rope of like, well, maybe, but they're they're wor- they're going to whatever to do whatever. Like they, it's the, a bridge. In a lot of ways, I feel about like or I remember feeling about like First Avenger, which I didn't enjoy at the time, but then on rewatch for MCU interview, like, oh fuck, that was actually good. That yep. I had fun. But that's my point though, is I feel like movie to movie, we're not like, yeah, that wasn't good. We, we are we are high on these projects for the most part. There are exceptions to that for sure, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I don't know. And yeah, again, just, you compare it to any of the MCU phase one, two, and three, and it's like not going to be that different. No, fair. I mean, look, yeah, we've got, we've got your Thors. We've got your Thors, Dark Worlds. You've got a lot. We've got the Hulks in there. We've got a lot of movies in there that weren't that good. Um, that's very, very true. I just think personally, I just, I just feel like, and I know they've got new showrunners and I know they've got a lot more focus on, on some of the new stuff that's coming out. I'm hopeful for that, but just, it, I just... I just want them to be like, we're just scrapping the streaming stuff and we're just going to go back to just doing movies. Part of me just wants that to feel special again. And I just don't think it's ever going to because we're just beyond that part. In our, we're just we're just through that phase, quote unquote, no pun intended. But man, I just wish it was like, I just would love to look forward to another one of those movies again. My biggest silver lining to this is Greg and I walked out of Age of Ultron and we were both like, that was f- that was fine, fine, but it was just more Avengers. Like, ah, oh, the magic will never be there again. And then we got. In- and that's the one thing I want to close up this thread with is the response to you of where you're like, you don't think they'll ever the goodwill back. I guarantee they will. I think they knock X Men out of the park. Whether it is back. Secret Wars, whether it is, hey, here is our full blown X Men, whatever. There will be that moment. It won't be world peace like Endgame was, where at all anybody. But I think it'll be like people are going to be in the positive category again. Yeah, I just. People will. People already are. There's just a lot of negative, and, and there's, it's, you know, whatever. Don't need to get into that. We had no way home. Like, I, I don't want to act like post-Phase 4, we haven't had this, the world comes together moment. Mm-hmm. Like, we did. Deadpool's going to be next year. It's going to be that. Like, everyone's going to be so fucking stoked about Deadpool, which is good. I'm excited for that. There's going to be so many cameos in Deadpool. I'm that's what we said oh, about yeah, Doctor Strange. Then we got two universes and a pizza puff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the puff. Get fucking stunned. <laughs> it did not. I'm you, kidding. It did not. <laughs> Everybody, this show doesn't stink because, of course, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four, sometimes five best friends gather on this table. Each coming to hang out with each other and talk about whatever it is we want to talk about. If you want to talk with us, of course, you could watch us record the show live on patreon.com slash kind of funny just like melissa is cameron is madeline are if you're watching live hey thank you so much sound off there so you can be that madeline stanley says i was so disappointed by multiverse of madness and then mr hawk says woo what's he wooing nobody knows uh of course on patreon.com slash kind of funny you can get each and every episode of the kind of funny podcast ad free you can get every podcast ad free and watch most as they record live and exclusively of course you get 400 bonus episodes of content like the daily greg way vlogs and of course you could get this month's premium tier item the kind of funny christmas card if you went over to patreon.com slash kind of funny beautiful However, I digress. If you didn't go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, you can get it on youtube.com slash kind of funny and podcast services around the globe each and every week. It's a brand spanking new episode, except for next week. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, next week is Christmas week and we are taking it off. So there will be no kind of funny podcast next week. In fact, when we come back that first week of January, there will be no kind of funny podcast because we will be in dark mode, getting ready, setting up the studio all eyes on january 5th the ninth anniversary of kind of funny we'll be doing a live stream all day long starting at 10 a.m pacific you can come watch the shenanigans twitch.tv slash kind of funny games youtube.com slash kind of funny games as we just celebrate as we just hang out 
No big crazy anything this year. It's just us celebrating nine years, reminding you what we do and why we're awesome. Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Nine years. Crazy. It's gonna Maybe be. He wasn't even born yet. It wasn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Crazy. Oh, we have a, we have some tricks up our sleeve, of course, but you know, set your expectations. Uh, January fifth, like I said, uh, ten a.m. Pacific time. YouTube.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and yeah. mm-hmm. Twitch.tv/slash Kind of Funny Games, where we'll be streaming. And you can catch it all there, and then back to normal scheduling of content. The week after that or whatever. We're going live on Nick's YouTube and, <laughs> and on, on Greg's Twitch. Roger's <laughs> personal TikTok. <laughs> uh, thank you to our Patreon producers, Nathan Lamoth, James Hastings, and Casey Andrew. Today we're brought to you by BetterHelp. And hey, check in with them right now. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. This time of year can be a lot. Having to figure out, am I getting a gift for this person? Am I not? Whether or not your family gives gifts during the holidays, you get to define how you give to yourself. And the holidays are a great time to do just that with therapy. You can get out of your negative thought cycles and find some mental and emotional peace. And it can give you the tools to find more balance in your life. So you can keep supporting others without leaving yourself behind. Some of my best friends use BetterHelp and love how helpful it can be for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced your trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Make your brain your friend with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash kind of funny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash kind of funny. BetterHelp.com slash kind of funny. All right, like I said, final episode of the year. Make it a doozy. Make it a well, good we already one. have. We had a great conversation there at the front where Tim got really mad. And when Tim gets angry, I get excited. But right now... Madeline herself, mad exposure. Tim's tears spelled wrote views. in. <laughs> Madeline wrote in it here. for free, <laughs> kindoffunny.com slash KFP, and says, okay, I need some input. Yeah. Are gift cards a good or bad gift? Hold on. I think for people you don't know well, it's okay. But for closer people in my life, it feels too impersonal. Thoughts? Can, may I? May I? May you I, may now go, may I now go. We recognize, we recognize the senator from Riverside, California. I would say that I don't like gift cards with the exception of one gift card. Tim, my mind is here my Starbucks gift card. Starbucks gift you give card. me a Starbucks gift card any time of the year, I'm so fucking stoked. I'm so stoked. I add it to my, my account app? immediately. Yeah. And then except Starbucks needs to get up. They need to start stop with the fucking like you add it and you can only use the gift card, not your shit. Why? What the fuck? What the Figure fuck? Figure it Starbucks? out, Starbucks. I digress though. I'm still very happy to get them. So Madeline, if you want to give me a Starbucks gift card, I will accept that. Thank so you. your your point is they're the worst gifts ever, unless it's the one gift card you want. Yes. So gift cards could be awesome. But but even that, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. what I'm saying. Well, j- because that's Starbucks' fault. Because no, I'll tell, you, right, I'll tell you this right though. I'll tell you this, Tim. You, mm-hmm. you, you and I are in a dark alley in yeah. San Francisco. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And you're thinking to yourself, it's time for Daddy to get his present. And I got, I got your present right here. And I give you some cold, hard cash. Mm-hmm. Or I give you a Best Buy gift card. Mm-hmm. Which one are you more excited about? Honestly, at this point in my life, the Best Buy gift card. Because we get to go to Best Buy. Because then we get to go to Best Buy. Best Buy and like, then I, I have no excuse. I have to buy something at yeah. Best that is, Buy. That is the power of the gift card. You are saying Same like, hey, I want you to get something here. But <laughs> then you're also like... <laughs> but no, but then you're... But like, because it's like, who, who are you to tell me where I got to spend this fucking, you know... Money. You fuck, ready, you, you, fuck you for buying me a random gift. Give me a gift card. <laughs> like, just, just give me the money at that point. You know? I, I love gift cards. I think that they're a great gift because it forces you to get stuff that you don't necessarily need. You know what I mean? And it doesn't feel it's this is girl math like to the extreme. It doesn't yeah. feel like real money. Like yeah. you're just buying shit with this magic card. But here's my problem mm-hmm. though. Mm-hmm. Gift cards, stickers, same things to me. 
What? Losable. You stick them in a drawer, you forget about them. <laughs> kind of. They're, they're, right? they're, that's where it ends up. That's the problem. But where the it starts is, not you're just like, oh shit, I have this. Like, I gotta I've had use it. I gotta use it. And then what, what happens? But did you ever use then it? Then what happens? Or, or you go to Best Buy with the $100 gift card, mm -hmm. right? And you go, fuck, everything I want is $150 or $200. So I end up spending $100 of my own money. Or I go, oh, that thing I've always wanted that's like a TV, I'll put this $100 again. I don't need to be spending that money because I'm just going to take the TV back when Tim figures out which one I got and tells me I got the wrong fucking TV. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I like gift cards. I usually get gift cards for my mom because the thing that I don't like is, hey, what do you want for Christmas? I want this. Okay. Like, I, that kind of, like, is lame in itself, right? Unless you're like, you know, hey, if you could have two, three things from TJ Maxx, what would the, you know, like, it's just all kind of lame. I'm not around my family enough to really ask them questions like that or yeah. maybe hear them hint to things that they may want. So I usually get my mom, we all pitch in and get her a gift card to, like, yeah, again, TJ, TJ Maxx Mac. or one of these, re one of these stores. Sure. Maybe, maybe a nice, market. yeah, maybe a nice little restaurant or something like that. Um, but yeah, it's usually because I don't want to ask you what you want and then you tell me and then I buy it for you. I feel like that's almost lamer than a gift card. Um, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. It's just such an interesting... Joey did this earlier in the office today, after she laughed at you and harder today about sending you to the wrong theater. Uh, <laughs> she was laughing in your face, dude. <laughs> behind your bed. <laughs> you were running around trying to fix the electrical and she got... Idiot. Did she do the electrical <laughs> thing too? Jesus, is there I no stopping this lady? <laughs> Microwaving some fucking pots? Uh, no, she did this yesterday. She like she reached out and she's like, ah, what do I get this family member? She was like, yeah, yeah you know what? What are suggestions? I'm looking for a thing, and it was just like sometimes I listen to you people talk, and I'm like, oh man, I'm such an alien visiting this world. Because I was like, I haven't thought, what am I getting my parents for Christmas? Oh. Jack shit. I don't fucking, you know what I mean? Dude, I'm 40 I, years old. They're old to, older than me. What are we doing? Why the, are we doing that? Dude? That's so weird to me. That is very. It's just like, you know what I mean? Like, I, it's I, like, oh, I was, maybe said, I should get a card with me. I'm like, ah, oh, it's too late for that even. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? I went, to, I went home for Thanksgiving. Like mom, I've, mom did the thing where she sent something to Jen. And then she was like, oh, and Ben's stuff's in the mail. And, and I'm like, all right, cool. What do you want? She's like, I just want dates for when I can visit. I'm like, all right, easy. See, that, it's different though because you have a kid. Yeah. Right? You have a child. Nah, trust there. me. You can dial it back nine years ago when you were in the spare bedroom with me. I wasn't fucking doing anything then. That's fair. Um, but I'm sorry, Andy. I, I, I just never heard that response where Joey asked him, what, you know, what's a good gift for a dad and, and, or a dad or a mom? And Greg's response is, we're not that type of family. I was like, that's so weird to me. Like, I... Because here's the thing, I haven't gotten, I talked about on the Games Daily Post show today, usually when I'm, I'm around Christmas time, for the last 15, 20 years, I'm like, man, I get jack shit for Christmas. <laughs> like, I don't get anything. I might get one or two gift cards that my brother gives me 50 bucks, and I gave him 50 bucks, so we just exchange hands or whatever. Yeah. But, like, for my, for my parents, we're always, like, my brother and I are always pitching in to get my mom or my dad something. You That's know, what nice, I think, though. what I'd like to chime in with, and what I, again, where I think it, this might be the difference, is that you have family boots on the ground there. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm oh, I lucky, I go home once a year for Thanksgiving, right? And even then, it's like I'm probably staying with one of them. So how much? Like, I have no idea what's going on in their garages or kitchens or anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't. Uh, you know, I just one of these. I don't. There know. are a couple of times I will do like the dad. What does what does mom want, dad? And sometimes mom has dad mentioned anything that he wants, like from. It, either from Best Buy or from Home Depot or from wherever, whatever the hell. There's a little prod in here and there, but 
nothing specific. In that case, I'll just know what gift card to buy. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. but even then, it's like you know what I mean. My parents split up, got remarried. You think I'm, I barely talk to my mom or my dad? You think I'm talking to their spouses? You know what I mean? You're and the, the yeah, you're right. The the gift or the traveling to Chicago was enough of a gift. Yeah, my presence again, my phone call. Honestly, these flights. I, bro. I, they should be tracking <laughs> these Me numbers. Thinking about them on this show. Should count. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but that's <laughs> Roger. Give me the one. Oh God, God. there it is. Hey, mom. Sorry, I couldn't make it home for Christmas this year. <laughs> but I wanted to give you this gift. Me saying I love you here on the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm here too. Andy's here too. We all love you. All right. No, no. I say, go back to the one, please. Hey, Dad. Sorry, I didn't make it home for Christmas or get a card in the mail. But I wanted this video here on the Kind of Funny Podcast to act as my Christmas gift to you. I love you. Did I say that to my mom? Yeah. Roger edited in the love you to my mom if I didn't yeah. do that. Gotcha. gotcha. And then edited in Andy and say hi to my dad. So I edited that into my dad. In the dad's best. <laughs> and your mom's best is love you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, but dude, it's true. Like, we, my family and I kind of had a, a moment a few years back, maybe like five years ago, where I was like, can we just, can we not do presents? I don't like getting them. Uh, I don't like, I, I don't mind giving presents. I, I love that. But I'd rather just spend all that money going down Take care there. Of yourself. No, I mean, I'll take I'll, I'll take them out to dinner. I, like I last time I was down for Christmas, I took my whole family out for dinner. I was like, I don't want you to have to cook, Mom. Uh, let's go to dinner. We went to a nice steak restaurant. She hated it. It was <laughs> it was lovely, you know. <laughs> and I know she hated it because like two or three months ago, she was like, don't you know, it me. was really nice. We really appreciate that. I was like, you hated it. She was like, we just don't need to do it again. I think I think <laughs> I love cooking. I love cooking. I was like, you complained about cooking a lot, so we took you out, but. I just think as you get a bit older, if, you, if there aren't kids involved, I think it's totally acceptable to be like, hey, guys, we'll just let's just time is the most valuable resource we have, especially when you start getting into your 40s. You start realizing your parents aren't going to be around forever. I'd rather spend the 100 or 200 dollars I'm going to get on them on another plane flight down to Orange County just to spend one more weekend with them. Because the last time I was down, just getting just having the opportunity. And I think it really dawned on me, not that it hasn't before, but really hit me hard this time. I was like, this is a very special thing we're doing. We're just sitting around having a visit and I don't get to have that that much. And we're having a cup of coffee with my my folks, and my brother's here. And is he suntanning? <laughs> Always. Why? But he is. He's over on a lounge suntanning while I'm talking to my dad. My dad looked at me and was like, and I was like, I know, I don't understand it either. But it's Matt. I, I just pictured, it, I pictured him in one of the machines, like just his head sticking out, <laughs> just a little. A little. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my brother. He gets he. I just, I'm, I'm just gonna take a little sun, and he goes, I'm gonna go flat, and he goes flat. <laughs> And he's just like oiled up. And I'm like, where did you get that much oil? <laughs> and then I'm just having a conversation with my parents about their cruise they're going to take right now. And I just see my brother. He like hikes up his pants. He's like shorts a little bit so yeah. he doesn't get a tan line. And I'm like, if we weren't here. And he goes, oh, I'd be nude. I'd be 100% nude. <laughs> That's my family. That's a special thing I get to have with my family. That's a memory that I will always have in, in deeply ingrained in my, in my soul. That's what I love about that too. But also it's like, it's the thing I, I go out there and they're like, I got you a candle. See, that's like, what I don't want to get. Too. I can't put this on the plane. I'm not gonna Where put this in my like, bag. Again, to, the gift, like, to the gift thing, it is that thing of you know. Granted, like you know, <laughs> you remove Ben from the equation. You were you know talking about yeah. that or whatever. But years ago, I stopped getting gifts from my family. Yeah. My like, dad'll send some goofy Superman thing he sees. You know, mom too, an ornament or something or whatever. But like, not like they're we're doing a big gift ex like sending exchange right. thing because again, they know I'm just buying whatever I need or want, right? Like I'm getting yeah. the damn thing, and I assume they are too. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean. They send a card. I'm like, thanks so much. You know, but even cards. You know, I, you know and I, this is the one thing. Don't get me wrong. The world, 
completely fucked up. You know what I mean? We can all admit it's the older generations that have done. Everybody sucks. sucks. And we can the all boomers. admit it's the, uh, the other generations. Yeah, or just anybody older than us, right? But it's that thing where our generation has been doing good at, you know, hey, you know what? Let's be progressive. Let's change things up. Let's, you know, try to fix right throngs. The fact that we have kept around Christmas cards. Like, we need to send a Christmas card. Let's make a Christmas card. Send a Christmas card. Are you on the Christmas card mailing? The fucking postal service is dead. You know what I mean? This year, we just ran out of time, and we didn't get it together. Giving Christmas cards to the patrons. That's fine. They understand. They're in on the joke. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just what double They understand that that's, you know, <laughs> they're getting that. But it's like, I'm getting them from people, and it's like, ah, oh, then you get them, and you feel, but we're, this year, we didn't even do them. How long, let me ask you this way. How long do you wait until you fill the thing out? Oh, well, Jen, again, like, you know you how put it you, on the you guys remember me pre-Jen. So you understand that, like, there'd be nothing decorating my house right now. You know, no. I, mean, I would let DC Universe online for uh, decoration. If, if it weren't for Jen, you'd have a, your coffee table would be like a fucking Tupperware bin. Or an N64 table I was haggling through Roger's girlfriend off of uh, Facebook Marketplace. I know, it's been yet? so cool. No, but it that's sounds what, awesome. That's what Snowbike Mike is doing right now. Anyways. What? Jim. Yeah, he. That's your uh, fault, Tim. My girlfriend sent me an image of some guy made like an N64 logo, like into a coffee table. We need and it. And she was like, "How how funny would this be if we bought this?" And then I showed it to Mike, and Mike immediately said, "Hey, Leanza, can you now go talk to this guy and haggle him down from five hundred dollars to three hundred dollars?" And she's still in communication with him, trying to get it down. I did. God, God bless this woman. Yeah. Money well spent. Oh, it might be that one. It was That'd cool. be awesome. Is it Dave Tool? <laughs> if there's a solid snake with the uh, silencer ripped off the gun, <laughs> I want that one too. That was ideas. Anyways, what I'm saying though, Christmas cards, no. Like, we don't need this to be a thing anymore. It's over here. They, they nail it, right? Madeline Stanley says Greg wants to eliminate all physical media and live in the cloud. Exactly. Why are we doing this? Why are we chasing? Why the, Jen feels the pressure. Oh, what do we do with the Christmas cards? Yeah, we have a little thing with clothespins. You put them on, you hang them there. Oh, on the wall. Yeah. That's but cute. if it was just me, right in the trash. Same, you know, it's the yeah. same thing with birthday cards. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks for remembering my birthday. Glad the tree died for this. You just do you this. You know what I mean? You just pull one of these out with the birthday cards. Oh, thanks. No check. Oh, that, that, <laughs> come on, that was done in like 19 No, years I know. Ago, we don't do that, that anymore. I don't need Now you just pick it up. I'm like, oh, great. In the Amazon, there's some monkey who doesn't have a tree to look at. <laughs> I needed to get this fucking singing pig talking to me. <laughs> I'll disagree with you a little bit. My, my dad has taken this. He's taken up the mantle of sending me birthday cards. And like yeah. Cards for me and my wife. It's nice. It it signifies, hey, I I'm just I was thinking about you at, at, at most three days ago, when I dropped this yeah, card in the mail. Yeah, yeah. But that's kind of nice, right? Having said that, I will I, I will gladly take a Facetime on my birthday. I will gladly take a Facetime on Christmas when when it, you don't have to send me that stuff. Um, but it is kind of I I kind of I don't mind it when someone's like, hey, here's your cousins you haven't seen in freaking five years. And you're like, shit, they got tall. Here's the picture. Oh, throw it out. It's fine, I guess. People if like I want to see, it. if I want to see, I see on Instagram. That's yep. my thing. A like on Instagram. Maybe a happy birthday if I'm feeling feisty. Little heart. And how do I do my hearts, Greg? You do the old school way. You know what I mean? You do the less than symbol with the three. Oh, wow. That's, that's yeah. cool. That Because that's that means he handcrafted it. I that's an artisanal it. heart Thank emoji. You, you know what I mean? It. Charcuterie board heart. I'm happy you knew that. But it's like I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get fenced in by family members or anybody. All right, Thank you, you. want to say like yeah, you know, uh, you know, oh maybe we get stricken from the Christmas card registry next year from whoever. You know what I mean? Thank God, we can only hope. Good riddance. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm, you know, I saved the fifty bucks by not going to Vista Print and getting this done. You seen me? You see me out here? Thanks, Raj. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for sending <laughs> the Christmas card. All right. Hey, yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, Andy Adam. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Cameron Kennedy, I still have select cards from over 10 years ago. 
Well, Cameron Kennedy, when you drop a lit cigarette, your place goes up like a yeah. lot of dry paper in that place. Paper. A lot of dry paper in that place. I'm glad that's Cameron Kennedy going up in his attic, just sobbing, reading old Christmas cards. All you know the silverfish I mean? eating in there, getting <laughs> silverfish orgies in scary. the Christmas cards. You got silverfish in your house, Tim? Silverfish. Yeah. Those little tiny—they look like centipedes. They're about that big, and they just slither around everywhere like no. little bugs. They usually no. come out of drains. They're really mm -hmm. gross. Yeah, they're really just scary. Just with all the stupid ass, the weather changes, which, you know, just, it's been going on forever now. We have one thing and one thing only. Ants. Family. Oh, yeah, the ants. ants. The, the little yeah. picnic ants. Yeah. yeah. Those but drove like, me crazy, crazy little place. I don't really care. Like, they're, it's not really a problem for me. Like, they're in places that I just, I don't give a shit about. Like, in our in front of our gate or yeah. something. Drives Cool Greg crazy. Sure. Cool Greg fucking hates these goddamn ants. <laughs> but he he's on the bottom floor. These ants it, more than he's talking to me about anything in my entire <laughs> life of knowing I, him. He's like, dude, and like, I swear to God. I swear to God. I'll come home. I will have not seen him for like four fucking days. And he'll just be like, I think I found where they're coming from. Hey, come, come with me. Look, they're coming from over here. I think they're coming in from there. They're doing this. And I'm just like, hey, man. <laughs> cool Greg, you getting the tarot ant traps? Those are the, those are the business. Oh, dude, they get the tarot. You dump a little out there. It's, they love it. It's, they, oh, what, the what? It and then they go crazy. What's that word? The tarot? Tarot. Tarot. T-E-R-R-O. Ant traps. It's like a little sweet thing they... Yeah, I on. swear by them. Yeah, you tear the tip off and you put it there and then they get it and they go, oh, this is delicious. And then they bring all their friends like, look at this party. Oh, is that what we had underneath our sink here at the studio? Yeah. Yeah, oh, we had a few of those. Oh, okay. I feel like Cool Greg's obsession with ants is because of me. Because when we first launched the studio, when we had heavy rains, not last year, I think it was even the year, no, maybe it was last year, we started getting some rains, and I was like, uh, hey, Cool G, we got some ants in the in the bathroom, can you get, like, a trap for it? And I've never seen that man go down a rabbit hole of, like, ant traps before, came like that in my, dude, he was like, <laughs> no, he was just like, the next I've day got, he came with a PowerPoint presentation, like, all right, so here's where we're at. Seriously, he was like, <laughs> he was like, look, man, I got, I have five different options for you, and I was like, I'm listening, <laughs> what's up, what's going on? Real quick, Joey Noel says, you can do digital cards. I get them from Ray and Tina. Oh, Ray and Tina, you're just lazy. How lazy you know is I mean? that? This is as bad <laughs> as, like, commit. I remember Jesus. when I fucking first got, we got the first printer that could do color. And then it was like, oh, you can make your own cards. you realize cards how much here. ink costs for like. Well, no, I was a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you're making cards there and doing that thing. And you fold it. Like, what are we doing? Dude, at what point does this piece of paper mean so much? Ray and Tina know that I love them. They got one or two dogs. <laughs> I'm breathing on their life. Dude. <laughs> I don't need, they, they, got a, they got a merch shop. I am aware. All right. I'm there doing things. I get it. All right. They have one, one or, or two, two dogs. <laughs> they know that's I perfect. love them. That's perfect. They like, that's the first fact you had. <laughs> I, need, I, I need to be sending them an e-card. You know what I mean? A little gym job. I look like Flo from fucking Progressive over here reminding you about your 30% monthly off because I'm getting oh, the hell out of the here. The one Joey. or two. Get the hell out the of here. The one or two dogs has got to be like the fifth thing you say. <laughs> you know? like, they God. live in Texas still, I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they like Mario Party with Michael Jones. <laughs> I think his hair's bleached. He's got two kids. Oh. He's got one or two kids. We don't know. <laughs> Alfredo's not moving, but he's fucking got an empty shelf. I'm breathing. <laughs> I don't need to know. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Oh, you know it all. You know, so like, funny. Free right? yourselves. Nobody gets anything by Free it. yourselves. Hmm. You'd be happier with less people talking to you. Trust me. What are the holiday plans? Are y'all going to the theater? Do you do the Christmas Day theater thing? A lot of people go to the theater for like Christmas Day. Oh, we, me and G, yeah, in our earlier years, we would go uh, to Emeryville 
on Christmas and just kind of like, because it was when we first got our house, so we were like house shopping, you know what I mean? Like, like getting furniture and shit, mm -hmm. but now it's over. So, but we go, always go see a movie. First movie we saw, dude, that Aquaman 1. Oh, perfect. Maybe we make it at the two-peat years yeah. later. I don't know. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Actually, the first one we saw was Pitch Perfect. Oh, that's a good Three. one. Three. Oh, that's a good two? one. Two? I don't remember two, which one. Not so good. Yeah. Three. Good. I'm with you. Yeah, three brought it back. Three brought it back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, we, 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 I want to talk about this at a separate time, but we went to a magic show for our like Christmas holiday event over the weekend. <laughs> it changed my life, y'all. We're going to see some magic. I'm trying to figure out how we can get all of kind of funny to go to this goddamn would there magic be show. Anybody more cynical than Nick at a magic no, show? No, dude. I'm, I'm I feel telling like you. This was better than I could have ever imagined. It's essentially just a one hour, one man show of somebody that is incredibly funny and charismatic. So like, it'll be great. What I'll say is this. I used to do, I still do but we're on hiatus right now, comedy at a place called the Palace Theater. Palace Theater has a great magic show. And so if you'd asked me a year ago, I'd have been like, absolutely Loser. cynical. Loser shit. But watching, like, and I was, let's be honest. It's me. Yeah. I might still flip-flop right now. <laughs> but <Who knows? laughs> when I walked into the, I forget the guy's name and I want to give him a shout out. He, he does the, he's the magician of the Palace Professor Theater. Professor Rob. Uh, no, but that sounds eerily. Chris Angel. Correct. Anyway. Went in with hesitation, watched this guy for five minutes. I was like, this is rad. Magic is just one of those things that you just forget exists and should be more prevalent. But when you see it done well, I mean, for lack of a better fucking term, it's magic. It's cool. It did. It and is mind -blowing. Andy, I go out to lunch with Tim today. He goes, dude, when's the last time you saw a magic show? <laughs> and I was like, I'm excited. It just What's wasn't what I expected. <laughs> like, I expect a magic show and I expect it to be, you know, like exactly what you think in your mind. It just wasn't. Did that. he have a top hat at any point? Didn't know. No. Rabbit at any point. No, made any some point. good jokes about it, but like, no, not that type of magic show. But I'm going to give the real quick pitch on this because I'm sure we're going to end up talking about a, a different point, but it's called the magic patio. And I was like, already a little stressed about this. It was cold. It was nighttime. I was like, I don't know that I want to be on a patio whatever. Turns out it's a spare bedroom type situation where it, this is the second iteration of the magic patio because uh, he moved to San Francisco 10 years ago in the Mission District and uh, uh, in, near El Rio, which is a very popular bar out there yeah. that uh, we're big fans of. And uh, across the street, he had this apartment with a patio and he was all, his entire life really into to magic and stuff. So he's like, I'm going to do a magic show for my friends. Started doing the magic show for his friends. Started turning into a bigger, bigger thing. More, they invite their friends. They invite their coworkers. Like turned into like uh, an event. Started selling tickets. City was like, no, 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 no. You can't. Just of course, be doing yeah, this of shit. course. Yeah. Too many people showing up to the magic patio. But at that point, he's like, well, we're a sensation. So we got to get a magic patio. Four blocks down, they ran out of space in San Francisco. I don't understand how this makes financial sense. It doesn't fucking make sense to me. They have a place in primetime San Francisco, and it's this beautiful little venue that's sole purpose is this magic show. Pulls money out of that. It only happens money. twice a week. Money laundering, right? Money There's the magic going on, man. Like I'm telling you, like, I don't know what's going on with it because like, it doesn't make sense. Like, that's hard. It's, it's wild. I've it's like seen this, a lot of venues like that fail fast. So it's this, the fact this guy's been doing this for a long time. He's been doing cool. it for a couple of years now. And like post pandemic, like came back and has been doing it, selling out like two shows a week. And like it, it honestly blew my freaking mind. And it's like such a small operation. It was like essentially just him. The magician was the guy that checked us in at the door. That's awesome. And that was a trick itself. We didn't know until he got on stage. Did he have a fake mustache on or something? No, but like it was exciting. <laughs> It was really exciting. <laughs> I feel like I don't, I don't know what it is about. I don't want to tell you guys anything because I want to take you there. Like, how, many seats, how many seats is it? Like 50 something? Yeah. We should just do a whole. So it's 50 something. Greg, let me tell you even more on this. 
There's uh, chicken wing buffet. <laughs> and they play Ghostbusters behind you. Yeah. You just do whatever you want. So okay, I think yeah. we should we should pick a night. We talk to him and figure out when there's like we can just book the entire place. Well, we could do that too. I imagine that'll be a little on the pricier side, but legit, I want to bring everybody. Well, should, but I'm saying that, but then we get you know other people. So you know, yeah, we, we can't yeah. say who wants we to, to do this thing. We could really blow his mind, right? Whereas like I could be able. You think you know magic? I'm sensing, and it's just all our friends, right? So I'm, I'm sensing someone named oh. Rivers here, and Sean Rivers like it's me. <laughs> I feel like he psychic all of a sudden. I'd be so mad if I were him. Boys. If I was a magician, what the fuck are you doing? Like that'd be amazing. Turn the table on him, Tim. You see what I'm saying? We're the magic. <laughs> We're the magic now. <laughs> <laughs> We're the ones putting on the show. <laughs> Oh my god. Fuck, we are someone here. Someone here betrayed one of their friends and sent them to the wrong theater. Somebody, <laughs> the initials J and N. J and she somebody here likes tiny little screens. <laughs> Merry Christmas, happy holidays. This is the kind of funny podcast each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather around this table. Each coming to make each other laugh. If you want to laugh with us, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where you can support the madness. Uh, remember, you can also get the show there ad free. You can get hundreds of bonus episodes of content. You can watch the other podcast oh, lives. We record them. And of course, you can get our Christmas card because paper Christmas cards are great. Uh, remember, this is our final kind of funny podcast of the year. We will be back in January. Come hang out with us January 5th. When we celebrate nine years of kind of funny on youtube.com slash kind of funny games and twitch.tv slash kind of funny games for one old big stream you don't want to miss. Until next time, happy holidays, and it's been our pleasure to serve you.